Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to the Job Hunting Podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about the future of life and work for the executive professional. Because the pandemic has shaken things up for the white-collar worker. Many of us no longer do daily commutes to work, no longer eat at our desks in open-plan offices, no longer meet face-to-face with clients and colleagues, at least not on every day. These changes may have been forecasted and many times advocated for, but it was the pandemic that pushed things over the line. And in this episode, we also celebrate two years of the Job Hunting Podcast, as well as two years of my coaching business, including the Job Hunting Made Simple online course and coaching programs, my services such as the LinkedIn audits and private consultations that I do, which you can book online when you need them, as well as the Reset Your Career Workshop, my very first program, which is coming back on the 25th of November, 2021. And that's actually the 24th for those of you in the US, Canada, UK and Europe, since I'm based in Australia. So if you're thinking, I can't do it because it's Thanksgiving in the US, well, you will be able to attend it if you want to. And to celebrate the two-year anniversary of the Job Hunting Podcast, I am gifting five registrations to the first five listeners who write this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts. All you need to do is write a review, give us five stars. I'm assuming you're listening and you're enjoying it, so it shouldn't be a problem for you. And send me a screenshot of your review via email or message me on social media. It could be Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn or Facebook. We will be in touch with you when we get your message to ensure that you're registered for the upcoming Researcher Career Workshop happening on the 25th here in Australia. We will be gifting the five registrations on a first-in, best-dressed basis as we receive the emails or messages from you. So please don't forget to contact us, otherwise it will be very difficult for us to find out who you are. You have until the 23rd of November 2021 to participate in this giveaway. Okay, so let's talk about the past two years and the future of work and life ahead of us. The Job Hunting Podcast started on the 1st of November 2019. I can't believe it has been two years and it has been a roller coaster ride. At that time, I don't remember a lot of career advice being given on podcasts or on YouTube. I hadn't listened to any podcasts on career advice before I launched mine. So it was all basically out of the blue and kind of scary, but I really enjoyed doing it. And I had all these podcast episodes already planned out and then COVID started. And when COVID started, I remember looking at the batch of content I had already recorded and thinking, I can't post them. (laughs) They are just so out of touch with reality. I tried to be as contemporary and as recent and as up-to-date with the issues that job hunters were facing after lockdowns and and the pandemic started and people getting sick and people not being able to work, people losing jobs, no jobs available in the market. 
And you will find that the COVID series is still very relevant and very popular in the backlog of our episodes. We need to talk about the great pandemic and how many professionals who don't want to go back to the office are rethinking their careers, their lifelong plans, their priorities. The pace of life has changed for many of us, and maybe so have your plans for your future. Have you found yourself reassessing your life? Have you found yourself reassessing your career? I, I find that many of my clients get in touch with me, have joined the resignation and left work already, but now they don't know what to do next. And I think that that's very interesting that people are quite emotional about this reassessment and this need to have the time out, but they don't really know what to do with that time and how to go back into the wagon, whatever wagon that may be, if it's going to be continuing with their career, but at a different workplace that suits them better or a different location that suits them better, or if it's going to be something completely different. So I love working with clients like that. Or some people are very tempted to leave, but still holding on. And I completely understand those clients as well, because it's not everyone that can take time out and have the financial resources to support them as they seek other employment. So we work in a way that's very conservative, but also very purposeful to make sure that you're investing the little time that you have between your work commitments and family commitments and personal commitments to dedicate to your career, which a lot of people forget to do. I think that with the pandemic, people are now starting to reassess that and how important it is to give your career the time it deserves. If you're an executive and you know that your career will most certainly include long hours in front of a computer. I mean, that's the story for most of us, right? We now have a chance of our lifetime to take control over how, when, and what we are willing to engage with. Yes, it's very likely that if you're a white-collar worker working in the corporate sector, nonprofit, or public sectors, those are the vast majority of my clients and my listeners, chances are we are going to stay in front of a computer. We were before the pandemic, let's face it, and we're going to continue to work in that way. And that's fine. But now we have this opportunity, and I know it's a bit scary, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make the most out of the potential changes to the workforce that are happening now and that are coming your way and negotiate things that are important to you. We have a window of opportunity now to make changes to our lifestyle that can be very beneficial to our career, our well-being, our family, whatever it is that's driving you it's possible that you will be able to negotiate something really important for you in the months ahead. With that in mind, I developed the Reset Your Career Workshop for this year, 2021. I've done one just before the pandemic hit in December 2019. It was only a masterclass. It was my first program and I was so scared of running it. And I think, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think about 300 people attended which was surreal for me. And then I was like, all right, let's do this again. And in October last year, 2020, I relaunched Reset Your Career as a workshop. 
taking into account all the learnings we've developed over the first seven months of the pandemic, and that was really well attended. It continued to be available on demand for people that weren't able to attend it on the day. And then I pulled it out from the website and decided to redo it, and I'm going to relaunch it. On the 25th of November, another live workshop so you can attend, you can ask questions, you can interact with me and other speakers. The most up-to-date information and intelligence that I get from recruiters and headhunters and employers about the need for the executives to develop their online presence and their LinkedIn, about setting up your home office in a way that's productive, that make sure that you are achieving your goals and not getting bored and not getting out of touch with your employees or employer. Applying for jobs post-pandemic, what does it look like? It can be quite scary. If you haven't applied for a job in the last two years, you don't know what's waiting for you. <laughs> the amount of technology used in recruitment and selection now, even for very senior exec roles, is unbelievable. If you have been applying, you know what I mean, right? So we're going to tackle that and talk about the trends that are sticking and those that are important for us to understand and some tips and tricks to make sure that we're presenting well in this new way of recruiting and selecting. We're also going to talk about the corporate executive of the future. We talk a lot, a lot about jobs of the future, industry 4.0. You may have heard those terms used and they are very important terms for the corporate executive to understand. But what does it mean to be an executive of the future? We're going to talk about that in detail at the workshop. I really want to explore that together with you because this is all brand new. I'm a few steps ahead of you, but the importance of that workshop is not just hearing from me, but the interaction between the participants because we can help each other and learn from each other and there will be things there that I am sure I will be excited to hear from the participants. All my clients, very well experienced, um, high achievers in their profession. So I learned so much from talking to them. And of course, we're going to talk about the great resignation and why executives need to seek help and get help before making that leap. And we're going to see what that leap means. And is this a trend? What is happening in the job market? How come it's so buoyant and so interesting for candidates at this time and how to make the most out of it? And you may have heard of the 31 days of action plan, which is included. My clients love it. <laughs> and it's a very good way of creating new behaviors and creating habits and routines that will facilitate and turn your job hunting or career planning more successful over time. It's just something that you will learn and do step by step, baby steps, and they are really, really effective. A lot of people love 31 days of action and it's included inside Reset Your Career. I want to use the rest of this podcast to talk about these ideas that I'm having for the future of everything, the future of life and work. You may have heard the changes happening at Facebook and the corporation is changing its name to Meta and it wants to tackle the Metaverse revolution and it's coming, it's coming our way, it's going to be bigger than the web revolution and we know how big the web revolution was. It seems like Ages ago, when we did not have the internet, 
and Google. I'm very lucky that I was brought up in a family of technology aficionados. My dad worked in telcos and we had the first home personal computer that I can think of. We lived in the Silicon Valley. I married a software engineer who now works in IT and we were always the first people, like the early adopters of everything, right? And I remember being in, in Brazil and being able to look at houses in Australia. That was in 98, 99. Look at universities on the web. All of those things that a lot of people back then did not know how to do. And it was just starting. We didn't have seek.com. Back then we had monster.com. And I looked at jobs. And in fact, I interviewed for the podcast, the co-founder of monster.com, Jeff Morgan. You can go back and listen to that episode with him. And that was revolutionary. There I was on the other side of the world looking at houses, schools for my kids, university for me, jobs for my husband. And I just remember being mesmerized by it. I remember when I bought my first iPhone that it was 2008. And I was sitting in Chicago on a train with the maps open and looking at myself move on that train line and thinking, oh my God, I am in the future. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, the listeners here are mostly in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and, and you may remember those important sort of milestones in technology. Now, the metaverse will be revolutionary. We will have avatar experiences, interact virtually with others, meet virtually, mix those virtual contents and real contents together as part of our jobs and our work culture. It will come for sure in the next few years. And it's important for us to kind of understand where that's going and remember to never be lazy or never be dismissive about the new technology. If you have 10 more years to go in your career, if you have 15, 20 or even five, it's really important to use technology, to treat technology as if it was a learning tool, something that you have to dedicate a little bit of time each day or each week to really learn and update yourself. I have been quite lazy personally with my iPhone. I have an iPhone 8 and I now am updating it to the latest version. And the reason why I haven't in the past was because, not because I financially couldn't because I could. It was just that I didn't want to because it, there was stuff for me to learn. Now, looking back, I think that that's a mistake. I think it's a great investment of time, energy, and money to be always up to date and an early adopter of new technologies. So if you're not an iPhone user, if you're an Android user, that's fine. If you're a PC or an Apple, that's fine. As long as you understand that is really important to be up to date with the new versions, using also things like Alexa, Siri, Google. We have Google all around our house and we use it constantly, but we could use it even more. And I want to personally make sure that I'm using all of those bots and AI opportunities to ensure that I am up to date and ready for the career of the future, not just for myself, but because I'm coaching you. So I need to be ready on your behalf. I also want to explore the idea of the metaverse and the companion experience. 
The idea that you can have a companion that doesn't exist is really interesting to me. It could be a pet, it could be a VA, it could be a friend that you create and develop uh, a relationship with virtually. I really like the idea of that virtual or personal assistance when it comes to utilizing the metaverse for your corporate career. And we all need more of that. One way that you can get used to this idea of automation and letting bots and AI help you with your professional career is to adopt things like Calendly or I have Harmonizely. It's a great way of outsourcing your calendar so that people book time to talk to you and it goes straight into your email. It goes straight into your calendar. You don't have to worry. There's no emails going backwards and forwards, using things like Microsoft Teams, using things, like I said before, Siri and Alexa to help with reminding you of things that are coming up in your calendar, using great apps on your phone that help you get yourself organized, get yourself unwinding from work. I'm a big fan of mindset, but now I've also downloaded Headspace, which I've always loved. And I'm going back to Headspace to help me meditate and unwind at the end of the day. So making sure that you are familiar with these things and that you utilize them professionally is really important. There are so many tools and I want to share with you in the Reset Your Career all my favorite tools that I love to use to help me be productive because, you know, I'm, I work for myself. I have amazing support of virtual assistants that are actual real people that help me. But most of the work that I do, I do alone. And I use a lot of technology to make sure that it's facilitated. It's easy for me to, so most of the work that I do, I do alone and using technology is a must for me. But if you're working for a company, they may have a lot of resources that you can use. Or if you're working from home, you may create your own efficiency system to make sure that you're maximizing your time and not spending too much time working, making sure that you're finding the equilibrium there between work and, and life. This is also something that in this future of everything, we will need to sort out because work, home and location are now such sort of there's such so this is something we will have to work out as well work and home are no longer separate they are one and the same for many of us white collar workers your location where you live is also very challenging now to figure out a lot of people have moved away from their office from where they used to work and where they used to live and coming back to office every day is no longer possible for them. This will be more a problem in the short term. I don't think it will be a problem in the future, but it will also mean that casual work, even for senior executives, may be a solution to facilitate that flexibility that people are now seeking to gain. You can't have everything. So if you want to be the sort of person that works from home and has the flexibility of choosing your time, having more days off, you may be the right candidate to, con um, to consider contract work, entering executive work, temporary work. These are all available now, not just for early 
professionals or creatives, but also for senior executives. I have done lots of interviews with experts on this, and you may be able to seek to search through the the backlog and find the interviews with Jacinta Whelan, Donna Burr, about director roles with Maria McLeod, with Moana Weir, and there are some more coming as well. The other thing that I want to talk quickly today before we end is this idea of education and learning. I find that this is a topic that comes up over and over again with clients, clients that are in between jobs, that are, you know, thinking about coming out of an opportunity that they are not satisfied with. And they think that they may need to do higher education, go back to study, do a master's. I'm not really sure that that's necessary anymore, unless it's on your bucket list to do the MBA, MBA, and you really want to do it. Otherwise, there are so many opportunities for you to do self-learning these days. There is so much information out there. I think that what the higher education program offers is the uh, reputation of the brand. If you're willing to pay that higher amount to go to a good institution that would give you that reputation. But also the framework. The framework, I think, is really interesting because there's so much information available for you to source online, that having the framework of a certificate or an executive education program or a master's program just help you compartmentalize what you need to learn. But there is no need for you to do that or spend that much money. If you want to learn about something, be it, be it artificial intelligence or the future of work or some sort of technology, data analytics, you can do that from home and you can do that by yourself if you want to or joining a group. So many times these days I've decided I wanted to learn to do something and people said, oh, there's a Facebook group for that. <laughs> and I joined and yes, absolutely. I learned so much from joining that Facebook group or it could be a LinkedIn group or it could be, you know, a free course that you do or a course that's paid but not too expensive. So you need to be very careful how you spend your time and money because that is something that is becoming more and more of a commodity. It's time. Time is such an important commodity, especially if you're ambitious for your career and your time can be eaten up by Netflix or by work and then there is no time left for you to think about your career future. So that's where I leave you today. The future of everything, of life and of work has us really thinking about our life and how much it has turned upside down during this pandemic. I can't wait to unravel that with you during the workshop and in future episodes of the Job Hunting Podcast. Thank you so, so very much for listening for the past two years. If you've been here from day one, many of you have. Thank you so much for your support, for the kind emails and messages that I get from executives all over the world that are inspired by what they hear in this podcast. So thank you for your support and for sending me messages from all over the world and telling me how, in, how inspired you are by this podcast. It means the world to me that we have this connection. Bye for now and I'll see you next time.